Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Book Watch Snobs. You have made it all the way to episode 260. We are not dead, Michael. How are you? You thought we were dead. You, you thought, thought we were gone. <laughs> you all danced a death jig on our graves. Well, fuck you. We're alive. Sort of. How are you? I'm good. I'm. I don't think anyone really thought. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone's gonna dance when we die. I think it's. I think some people might. We're looking at you. You know who you are. <laughs> you know who you. You are. know who you are, man. This is gonna be a ton of fun. Um. Okay, so there's just we we haven't recorded in a while, and a lot has gone on, both in and out of the world of watches. But here in the circle of trust, we're only fucking talking about watches because that's what we're here to do. Um, is this we, our first fall episode? Our first pumpkin spice episode? Can we can we make a fall into something joke oh god can we do well, fall, fall into urology with uh with mike and kaz of the two broke watch knobs at least once a year in my day job i have to tell someone that's not a good idea <laughs> at least once a year i think well you and i both work in marketing i think that's 95 percent of our job is telling someone this idea <laughs> they've come to us with is bad. yeah it's just a yeah. bad idea like the jump to conclusions board like it's a very bad idea. <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> this is going to be a ton of fun. Episode two hundred sixty new of the Two Hour Watch House podcast. Um, fun announcements. New watch alert on my end over here on Kaz's end. And really, you know, a ton of time has passed. Michael and I, we just wanted to catch up, and we just wanted to um, just do some, I guess, like you know, quick notes, hot takes on just new releases. There have been. There's actually been a, a string of pretty interesting, uh, and maybe not some not so interesting releases. So, if you're looking to hang out, chill, and hear about two dudes talk about watches that have come out, um, you know, you can stay wherever. I guess it's it's fine. It's this weird time of year where um, it's kind of removed from the big shows earlier in mm-hmm. the year, but and brands do these stealthy, just. I guess right before fall releases, Tudor does it, Seiko does it. Um, so I mean, that's those have been the big ones that I've fall seen. Fall in love with Tudor <laughs> this fall, twenty twenty three. I feel like they'd do that on some <laughs> billboard or something. With I don't know, I don't. I don't even know who, who's their ambassador now. Oh Beckham? God, David, Ronald David McDonald. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What'd you say? <laughs> I think it's Beckham. Beckham, right? That's my that's son. Oh, no, yeah, no, Dave Beckham. Yeah, yeah, those are two different people. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's a person. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like someone who actually would be a, a person's name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're great at this. We know lots about the industry. How the fuck are we supposed to keep up with every single goddamn ambassador Tag and Tudor has? Tudor has nothing on Tag Hoyer, by the way, right? Somebody just got Natalie Portman, right? I don't even understand what that's a reference. I'm familiar with the actress, but is there as an ambassador for like a watch a, brand? I feel I feel like she started doing watch oh, things. Oh, I recently. thought I thought as like some sort of like nefarious sexual act. Like, dude, someone just got fucking Natalie Portman. Oh, like kidnapped oh her? <laughs> like, are they okay? They got Natalie Portman. Can they still see straight? Does there is there are their hands okay? But so so someone has just God, this fucking show. Someone has just has just acquired Natalie Portman as a brand ambassador. I hope I'm not wrong. 
I don't know. I'm just fucking. Let's. I mean, we both have the power of the of the of the fucking internet. Uh, at our, at our, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google. Let's see where fate takes me. Natalie Portman, watch ambassador, and I'm gonna misspell ambassador. I think I'm so wrong. I don't. Natalie think... Portman to design Richard meal watch for charity. Okay. What year is this from? This I just is... found out that she wore an Omega X thirty three thing in some movie. That's really? Funny. Oh, sorry. Yeah. If, it's, if it's in a movie, it doesn't count. Yeah, this is this 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 is from a year ago. This this Richard this 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 dick mill thing is from a year ago. Doesn't count. I'm I'm lost then. 2016, 2011. <laughs> do you hear that bulldozer? By the way, I do it's not just hear not that okay. Good because it's nonstop over here. What are they bulldozing? I I can't tell. I ha- I can't see it. But hopefully the noise gate will clean it up. I can't hear anything. But yes, we're gonna talk about watch things. And we uh, we uh, promise to to know what we're talking about. I make no promises or, or or assurances of either of those two things you just said. But I want to talk about this. What other actress who looks somewhat like Natalie Portman got signed as a watch ambassador? Should I Google who looks like Natalie Portman? Just see, looks, see where oh the internet no. takes me. It wasn't Natalie Portman. It was Jennifer Lawrence. It was Jennifer Lawrence. Who's she Jennifer Lawrence. She just started with, uh, or recently started with Longine. Oh, I see. What, okay, you can mix those two up, right? They've done similar movies. They're both human women. <laughs> this is not going. Which well. is fifty-one percent of everyone on Earth. So <laughs> statistically, it's not impossible. It's just potentially improbable. But so wait, That'll what is she doing on Longine? <laughs> They're very different actresses. So what is she doing on Long Jeans? I don't now, Long Jeans ambassador for more than a decade. She's wearing these uh, these mini Dolce Vitas, which I think uh, I'm saying right. The Dolce they, they look like tanks. They look like Cartier tanks, basically. Do you I like mean, these, honey? You're talking to me. What do you think of that? <laughs> I forgot to say my wife is sitting. Oh, okay. Me. I was really a small dream of mine sort of came true for like a half a second there you don't care for square looking watch yeah okay i mean but i like that it has diamonds and then she likes the blue hands and the diamonds but my not the square my wife said the same thing about square watches because i showed her the Cartier santos and i'm like i think i found my midlife crisis watch and she's just like i don't like the bracelet i don't like the fact that it's square i'm like you just say you don't like the two things that make this watch amazing to me <laughs> Just say you don't like me. Just say, <laughs> just say it's me you don't like. I'm the square, and I like slam the door and like run out, like in my pajamas, so like just just out, <laughs> like a fucking gator guest me or something. That's good to know, honey. I'll never get you one of these. That's great. Okay. Well, I think you're in luck because these probably aren't cheap. Oh no, they're not. Oh wow, look at that. All right. That's not a that's not a casual purchase. Let me let me Google Longinas Dolce Vita. Dolce Vita. Yeah, I mean, this ranges anywhere from two thousand to four thousand dollars. Sixteen hundred on leather. Oh, we. But still. So, in conclusion, Jennifer Lawrence and Natalie Portman are two completely distinct and different human beings. Yep. <laughs> yep. And Natalie Portman, if you don't have a watch ambassador deal, you should you should find one. 
because I know you listen to the show. What would be? I mean, obviously, what's up, Natalie? What would she? Uh, what could? She, who could she be an ambassador for? I mean, she looks pretty cool with this this Omega X thirty three. That's this, pretty badass, uh, actually. And these like screen grabs I'm seeing. The movie was uh, what's this movie? Lucy in the Sky. Never heard of it, but. <laughs> John Hamm is there and Natalie Portman. Never seen the movie. How many attractive people can we jam into one film? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's too funny. Oh, can you hear my child? I can hear him. Oh, he's so good. It's like, how can you mix up Natalie Portman and Jennifer Lawrence? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? One of the people can act and one of them cannot act. And I will not tell you which one is which. Yeah. I will leave that to the viewers at home <laughs> to discern. Yep. <laughs> this should, is a good start. This is like should, a textbook textbook start. Textbook start. <clears throat> we should probably get on with the show. We should. I would rather not. I'd rather everyone just turn their radios off and let Michael and I have a very nice personal conversation, maybe with some wine and some music. <laughs> we actually could do that because you're going to be here soon. You're going to be in my neck of the woods soon. Yeah, maybe we can do something on video. With or without our shirts on. Yeah. Give the people what they're asking for. Right? And then we can... Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, we got a wrist check to do. Shall I... Shall, I gotta, shall do, my, I go I gotta do my new watch alert. So should you go first? I've been talking far too much. It's probably in the interest of everyone's sanity that you go first. I mean, mine's pretty boring. It is the Doxa Sub 300 black lung reissue you know which people, is a, you know people like that watch right it's not they boring. like that they like that watch they're <laughs> they're i've had it for for a what feels like a, i guess is a long time now got mm-hmm. it in 2017 and it's just wow i um my desire is that every watch i have in the collection sticks the same way you know mm. and there there are a few that are evolving into into that i'd say the the Luminor is is pretty close there, and um, you like that watch. That thing's cool. Yeah, I, I'll. I mean, just the story behind getting that. I, I don't think I'll ever get rid of that. Mm-hmm. But this uh, this Doxa, it was my uh, I think 2017 watch. Oh my god, did I did I turn? <gasps> I think I turned 30. Yeah, that's that's. that's it was like uh, I think I got it around that time also, and around the time that we bought our first uh little condo that's cool um hell yeah and it's just doxa feels so much different these days i think they still offer some pretty cool stuff but um you know i got the doxa army when it came out Mm -hmm. that didn't really stick all that much yeah that thing didn't last too long yeah it was it was cool um i think it's you know people probably like them but this sub 300 is just such a unique perfect watch um and it just it stands out in the collection as i guess the diver that i have mm. besides something like the um the orient which which i was wearing the other day I, i've been looking at orient watches a lot lately again you were, but, you uh, were wearing your gen one mako the other day yeah is, yeah is it, is, is, is it okay is it it loses a lot of time <laughs> It loses a lot of time. Plus minus 35 minutes a day, something like that. You know, it's, it's fine. I think it's in the minutes range that it's losing. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, and this, this docs is kind of funny. The, the docs is kind of funny. It's, it's, <laughs> it's losing um, 
the orange I guess the orange numbers that you have on the like by the dive scale mm-hmm. uh it's those are all starting to flake off so what really yeah yeah and it happens it happens with old older doxes you see the some of the color starts to fall out from the um the numerals on the your watch the isn't bezel. even that old though I know, but I wear it a lot. Yeah, oh, that's lot. true. That's true. <laughs> I've worn it a lot over the years, so that's cool. Uh, I like it. It's it's definitely. I still I still know that there are some people that bought these when they came out and put them in a safe or something. And I just love that this is not one of those. Interesting. Well, I, we should do we should do a safe like a like a watch safe episode, not like a an episode on watches. That go, or maybe maybe an episode on watches or safe store watches, but like the idea of um, safe queen, like a safe queen. Yeah, you buy the watch, you put it in the safe, and that's it. Like I always said, I wanted to do that with an SKX 007 because it'd be really funny. <laughs> I mean, we should buy Timex Weekenders. We should buy like like Peanuts Charles Schultz Timex Weekenders and do that. When we're dead, your son, your son will be like, "Oh, my dad's got something in a safe." I, I think, I think he said it years ago, and then he discovers it's a Timex. I think, I think he's got a Longa in here. I think he's got like a stainless steel Patek in here. This is gonna be amazing. Why is there a Timex in here with a dead battery that's oozing battery acid? Son of a bitch, Dad. The last cruel joke. <laughs> But we should do it. We should know. We should go all in. We should we should go and get like whatever fucking like walk in safety deposit box watch safe situation that like people like in New York have for their like Rembrandts and shit like that. We should get like a like a like a like a John Wick bank safety deposit box for our two Timex weekenders. (laughs) Right? No, we should we should make it like a born identity one. With with creepy passports and lots of cash. Oh my god, that's hilarious! That's oh my god, cool. no, we have to. Yes, I love this. We have to have passports in there, but our passports have to be swapped. So this entire time, I've been you, and you've been me, and it doesn't come yeah. out until I find our passports after we die. Well, now I have to delete this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, I blew our cover, Michael. <laughs> it's been an honor serving with you. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Senderovich. <laughs> Who is a real person? I just want to say that as you say that person's name, he is a real person who also does a watch podcast. Hey Mike. So <laughs> man, that is funny. Alright. But the okay, so the the I'm just surprised. I, I I don't think I've ever had that happen with any of the watches that I've had for a while. Like the numbers falling off or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um so do you have like little little flakes rolling around like under your crystal? Because that's kind of an issue, right? Oh no no no! It's not it's not on the dial. It's on the bezel. It's oh, on. So word okay. Yeah, it looks like these these are were kind of pressed into the bezel at some point and filled with the orange paint. Got it. Uh, so if you look at a photo of this watch, there's there's the outer scale and feet, and then the inner scale that's the elapsed time. Right. The outer scale is is these these little orange numbers, and some of those numbers have just lost their their paint. Uh, and if you look at really old doxes, there's no color on that's the kinda, bezel. That's kind of cool, actually. That, that's like, that's actually kind of actually kind of a cool look. I thought you were saying like your dial was like flaking off, and you're just like, yeah, it's cool, or whatever. I'm like, uh. no. 
no, you no, want, no. You want to see like a doctor about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be way worse. No, it's kind of just a a testament to how well these were reissued. I think back when Doxa was doing things differently, mm-hmm. um, it's aging the way uh, you know, you know, the older Doxas age. So yeah. I think I think that's kind of cool. Uh, I think some people would probably freak out about it, but um, yeah, I just I love this thing. I uh, I've been thinking lately that it'd be fun to experiment with the bracelet because um, when these sub three hundreds first came out, I think people that are really in love with the older Doxa beads of rice bracelet, yeah, figured out that you could get one of those and fit them onto these cases. So huh. this watch has never been off the bracelet. Right. Uh, I know they look good on NATO and different straps and stuff, but I, I think, I think the build of this bracelet is very cool. But if I, I it'd be fun to to find something, um, s- something that fits mm-hmm. the same kind of way with a really dramatic taper, or just one of those older Doxa bracelets, because uh, uh, rumor is that they do fit. Um, Where would you get one case. if you did want to give it a shot? It would have to be. I don't know eBay or something. You have to roll the dice on eBay. Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I've actually I've never looked because I've been so content with the bracelet. But I, I think it'd be uh, that'd be kind of fun to just test out on this watch. Hmm. It's just so hard when the bracelet and the watch are so perfectly paired. I I I do this mental flip flop with my um with my court Seamaster. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I'll see people post photos and, like, it'll be on, like, a cool NATO or even, like, you know, a leather strap, which I know is sacrilegious or whatever. And I'll just be like, oh, maybe I'll give it a shot. And then I'll just, I'll just realize it's so perfect on the brace, on the brace that it came with. You know what I mean? It is. It's it's got to stay, it's got to stay 90s. And it's, it stays that way because of that bracelet. It's so good. (laughs) I got to change, it's time to change the battery. The, The second hand is doing that skipping thing. Really? It's time. Wow. You think I should do it myself? I can. Mm. I I mean, I guess if you have the tools and stuff I, to, to get the case back off and everything. Yeah. But don't I have to, like, replace the gasket? Or, I mean, well, you know, I'm not, not diving with it. Why don't you send it to Omega and do, like, a crazy, crazy full overhaul or something? That'd be kind of fun. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Maybe I could... I could do that, like write a piece about it on the site, like my experience sending my watch to Omega, right? Yeah, that'd be that'd be something. That'd be um, cool. Yeah, because you don't you you don't wear that one all too much. That's that's more of a vacation. It's more deal. of a vacation or like a weekend watch for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, really, like my new everyday go tos are either the new watch I'm wearing now, or my Grand Seiko uh, Nine of Quartz. <clears throat> um. But yeah. Maybe maybe send to Omega. I don't know. Actually, you know what? I think I want to because I want I want the bezel spring to get cleaned because mm-hmm. it's, it's a little hard to turn right now. Okay. So maybe maybe that won't be that won't be a, a bad idea. Could be fun, or even if if it's something ridiculous or whatever, you can you can send it here, uh, not to my house, but Seattle <laughs> has the. I mean, if you want to send it, I'm not going to say it. I say it to your house. You just like work on it on your kitchen table with like, with like a hammer you found and shit like that. But Seattle has Nesbits uh, oh, for yeah. servicing and they they do Omega right. So that's cool. Those are, those are some options. That's pretty cool. But here, this is this is not my this is 
the, the Seamaster's not even in this wrist check remotely, so mm-hmm. I, did, I didn't mean to derail. I was just, you were just talking about, like, bracelet and the watch, and I was just thinking about, like, I keep doing that thing when, in my brain. Like, I keep wanting to put it, that Seamaster on, like, a NATO or something like that, but, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You gotta fight it. You gotta, gotta fight, fight it. it. I, wanna, I wanna fight it. I wanna fight it. <laughs> you know so what I mean? do you got? What what new watch is this? It's the watch. It's one of the two watches I mentioned on the last, uh, I think on the last episode or a couple episodes ago. I am very happily and proudly wearing my new Manta Triumph. This thing is fucking awesome. Yeah. And which one specifically did you get? I got the green dial. So it's the last run of the current generation of um, Manta Triumphs before... The watch is officially retired, and then it's going to get reintroduced in, I think, another two or three years. Um, it's a green dial. They're kind of billing it as, like, a green lacquer dial, so it's not the sunburst dial that the um, kind of, like, bread and butter black and gray dial ver- uh, uh, iterations come in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would call it a lacquer dial. It's definitely more of, like, a flat paint dial, which I love. Okay. But lacquer kind of implies it has sheen to it doesn't really have a sheen in the way someone would think if they heard lacquer does that make sense yeah the doxa dial looks lacquered yeah it's very it's 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 shiny but not not in a in like a burst sort of dial right way but um it's just glossy i i guess is the word there you go yeah i love this thing this is the watch that if you've been following the show for the last year and a half this is the watch i should have gotten from the get-go the the dad field watch the dad new house sort of field watch that's a little luxe like truthfully like when i started telling folks i wanted a field watch they were just like oh well we want to just get a hamilton khaki it's like i don't fucking want a hamilton khaki you want something a little elevated i don't want something like it's from the past i'm not from the past we're talking Mm now you know what i mean like (laughs) i just wasn't i just super i super just wasn't into the idea of getting a Hamilton khaki. Um, I also wasn't into the idea of just like the the pure field watch dial, but I wanted something kind of fieldy and like that. It's funny because now that I'm sitting here and thinking back in re- back in retrospect, what I was describing for a year and a half was literally the month of triumph. Mm. <clears throat> you know what I mean? How, how about that fit and finish? <laughs> really, I'm trying really hard not to compare it. <laughs> To my um, less than favorable experience with the Orion Hellcat, but it's a different fucking planet. Some the the person that was responsible for working on this watch in regards to doing its final QC regulation and packing and shipping, the person that worked on this watch cared much fucking more than the last person to touch that Orion Hellcat when I got. It. Does that make they sense? Don't, they don't mess around, Monta. No. Um, like this thing is on a whole other level and like i remember my thought process and i might have shared this on air because i've been having like a less than favorable experience with micro brands uh mm-hmm. recently i do credit my grand seiko for fucking me up like hands down mm-hmm. just ruining everything because i'll just, do it i just kept comparing everything to my fucking grand seiko which is wrong you can't you can't compare a steakhouse experience to McDonald's and then get mad at McDonald's. Yeah. It's like, dude, I had a fucking ribeye last night that was 10 times better than this burger. It's like, well, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. This is a McDonald's, sir. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's what I was doing. And that's what I've been doing with a lot of watches. And so I've been, my train of thought 
after I had my less than than positive experience with the Orion Hellcat was if I'm going to give microbrands a last hurrah, like a last chance, I should probably try what I would constitute as one of the best microbrands out there. I should just give that a try. Yeah. And if I still don't like it, then I do not like microbrands. Yeah, you, know? you basically you basically went to the top of the hierarchy, I think, alongside I'd say Halios, mm-hmm. um, Mark II, mm-hmm. um, I think even I think brands like Baltic are stepping up their game and Serica. There there's you know, the top is pretty clear, but yeah, Monta is uh Monta's up there and you know, this thing is in the world of micros, um seventeen hundred. Yeah. Uh that's not the usual like, you know, small batch micro diver that you buy, but um I'm glad I'm glad you like it. I heard you I think I heard that clasp. You you hear me uh, play? <laughs> that thing is serious. This thing Just, when this thing closes, it's fucking closed. Yeah. Okay, dude. Like yeah. you do not fuck around with this clasp. The mm. whole watch experience is fantastic. What I fell in love with immediately was the bracelet, the feel of the bracelet, just in handling it, and also the, the the specs of this watch. That was the other criteria I kept getting jammed up on. I didn't want a giant watch. I yeah. didn't want a super bulky, like really thick watch. But the problem is my threshold for what's bulky is fucking is ruined now because of my stupid Grand Seiko. And even the, I'll throw the Seamaster in there too because even though the Seamaster is 42 millimeters it's quartz very slim so it's I'm very sure. slim um the monta triumph i have the specs right here in front of me the case diameter is 38.5 millimeters already i love that that's that's amazing case mm-hmm. thickness is 9.7 millimeters lug to lug is 47 millimeters and the lug width is um like a very a very strap friendly uh 20 millimeters and so i want to ask about that 9.7 because mm-hmm. that that sets you off when i sent you the i think the link to the triumph the first time yeah but is that is that crystal and all is that everything crystal case back uh because uh, that's that's super I, slim where are my calipers where are my calipers <laughs> uh i don't know where my calipers are if you don't have time to find out that's fine but i'm that's I'm it's, very curious because that's a nice spec. Sl- it's slim, dude. It's honestly, I'm holding it right. You can't see me, but I'm holding it up to my Grand Seiko right now. I mean, just eyeballing it, it's 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 as thin as my Grand Seiko. That's cool. Like this thing is on another fucking level. I love this watch. Why did I wait so long to choose happiness, Michael? Can you <laughs> can you answer that for me? I feel like I tried. I feel like I tried to point you in the Monta direction you a couple did. times. You did. You you. <laughs> and then I got scared. I'm like, when you when you got it or you told me you got it, I, I just thought, oh man, I hope he really likes it. I hope a, I didn't ruin his day. A few folks <laughs> threw the Monta it. thing out there, but in my mind, um, you know, Monta is a really polemic or a dividing brand uh, yeah. in the watch community. There are other folks who are doing exactly what I'm doing right now, and they're amazingly appreciative and happy uh with the watch and then there were people who were just like why would you ever pay oris prices for a micro brand Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like why would you ever pay more than five six seven eight hundred bucks for for a micro brand 
what I would what I'll say is the people who are saying who are on the latter side of that, the people who are like, why would you ever pay X Y Z for not a micro brand? And I don't mean to generalize, but when I generalize, those are all probably people that have never handled or bought one before. Like, yeah, my perspective <clears throat> changed when I bought this thing. Yeah, and you, I, I don't think you handled, or if you did, you probably handled a long them, time ago. Yeah, at like when we were together at some event or whatever. I think it was wind up San Francisco like fucking like 2017 or 2018, whenever yeah, that. And was. they were probably still very different watches at that point. It was like six years ago. Yeah. Or five, I, I suck at math. Five years ago, something. The the thing I the one thing I don't like about Monta is, uh, and this is this is just such a small thing. Mm-hmm. They come out with these models, these limited ones, and they're so cool, like yours or the Silver Dial uh, SkyQuest, mm. and you just you just want to jump on it. But I think what they've been doing lately, every time they do one of these super limited releases as they're doing a soft retirement for the model. Yeah. You know they're getting ready to come up with the next generation. 100%. It, you know. I, 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 I was aware of it. I mean, like, they, 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 they were transparent about that. They're like, hey, we're retiring the, the Triumph. It's going to be returning in two to three years. Yeah. I don't think they explicitly said it with the SkyQuest. Maybe uh, if, they did, I, if they did, I missed it. But that's still why I'm sitting on... On like not getting this one. I'm looking at photos now. It's so cool. So the idea is that I don't want to get this one because what if I love the next generation more than the current generation? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to wait another two fucking years. Yeah. I've waited long enough for my new dad, new house watch. And screw down crown, which is not really common on field type watches. I write about that a lot on the website. (laughs) I read about that on a website that I work on. It's uh, it's uh, it's screwed on crown, 150 meters. That's good. You can like, you can give uh, your kid a bath. I can, <laughs> I can give my kid a bath and I can change a diaper. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. I love this thing. It's awesome. The um, I like the everyone always talks about the Monta bracelet. It is not hype. This is a very fantastic bracelet. It has this really easy. What is it? It's it's this it's this gliding mechanism on the clasp, so you can do like the diver's extension. Yeah. Um, I think it's supposed to be analogous to the Rolex Glide Lock, but obviously, it's different. What do they call it? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I've never had a, a, a like. I don't think I've ever had a watch with Glide Lock on it. But yes, I've I've used it. I used it on the SkyQuest, and it's I think it's the same one. What the fuck is this? I think it's just called the Monte Clasp. It's called, yeah. It's just it's it's, it's like Prince. It is. Yeah. It, it, it is just what it is. It's yeah, just the clasp. I don't know if they have a name for it. That's like I don't like like the like the you know the, the Monte Reach Around. I don't know. I, I I thought it would have like a name or something. Cool it, name. Certainly not the Monte Reach Around. Please don't don't write into me <laughs> being upset that I call it the Monte Reach. <laughs> I love this watch, man. This is. Such a pleasure to just pick up and throw on and like run out to grab groceries, which is exactly what I want. That's exactly what I want. I wanted that with just a little bit more. I wanted the field watch with just a little bit of refinement. Yeah, that's you know? that's what that is. I, and I like, you know, one thing, even somebody like me that loves the the mil spec look mm-hmm. or whatever. And in, in a lot of the watches that I have, um, when it comes to field watches, they they can just be so derivative and stale yeah i mean they could have easily just said 
oh, for our dial and the numerals, we'll just have that inner scale for the 24 hour, like, you know, every other field watch that you see. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I remember, I think one of your requirements where you wanted the Arabics for like, yes. everything and the way yeah. they fit that in there is, is pretty, it's pretty unique. It's compact, but it's nice. No other watch, in my opinion, looks like this watch. And it mm. achieves that without looking like an Invicta Bolt. Remember the Invicta Bolt? I, vaguely. Nothing looks <laughs> like that watch. Okay. Nothing, nothing, nothing looked like that watch, Michael. Um, but that was a, that, that's in a bad way. Okay. <laughs> is that the rainbow one? That was the or rainbow Or is that different? One. Okay. Yeah, right, that was the rainbow it. one. You know? Yeah. Looking like a hemorrhoid from space and shit like that. That was a crazy ass watch, dude. Fucking yeah, hell, man. But this thing is just—it's exactly what I wanted. Um, the bracelet fully articulates, so it looks like traditional H-links, which technically it are. But every single one of the panels on the bracelet um, moves; it articulates, so it's—it mm-hmm. it is incredibly comfortable. Um, nice. Totally happy with this thing. I'm glad. You know. I'm- I'm glad you finally. Do you, wife, do, you, do you hear my wife yelling? What's my wife yelling about? Negotiations, I think. Is she negotiating her. with my four-month-old? That's <laughs> not gonna work. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's not. Yeah, no one. No one wins those negotiations. I never noticed that the dial was not a burst dial like the other ones. I'm just seeing that now. It's not uh, on their website, which I kind of like. It's not. It's not like I'm. I'm weird about sunburst. Like. There's sometimes when I'm, when I'm like, oh yeah, it works here. And there's sometimes where I'm like, ah, I kind of wish it wasn't so, not flashy, but like the, the sunburst effect exists purely for the aesthetics, which is not to say it's a bad thing, but they're really, with this watch, my iteration of the Mata Triumph, there's a really good balance of things that exist, exist for aesthetic purposes and things that just exist to, you know, just make the watch feel complete. Like, I don't know, like this... I'm excited for you to see this watch in person. I think you're going to like it. Me too. That's part of the reason I um I wasn't totally sold on the Pelagos Pelagos 39. Mm. Uh cuz they did something like that with the the bezel insert and the dial. So The bezel insert is Starburst? <clears throat> or what it's, is it called? <laughs> it's Starburst, yeah. Starburst. It's bursty. It's but, made of Starburst. It's made of refused <laughs> strawberry Starburst cuz those are obviously the worst ones. It's got this vertical brushing on it. Oh. That kind of gives it this little sheen effect, uh, and and I think that the dial is is this very subtle burst to it. You uh, know what? I don't. Can we talk about a, a, a bezel bezel accoutrement? Can we talk about how many watches have you handled with loomed bezels? Like not. I'm not talking about like a little loom pip, like totally loomed bezels. I think the last one um, I messed with was probably the Notice Deep, which was pretty nice. Okay. Bezel. Can I can I ask a dumb question in the confidence of two people having a private conversation? Can I ask you a dumb question? <laughs> okay. Doesn't the loom just f- like fall out or wear away? Like as it as you like hit it against door sills? Like like what keeps like like you, you know what I mean? Like won't it won't a loomed bezel not age well? I guess is what I'm trying to say. That's a very good question, and that's a apparently an issue that some early generation Pelagos owners are dealing with. Because really? the way that the way that bezel is made, I think those whole chunks mm-hmm. of loomed markers or whatever, they're dropped into, they're like fit into the bezel insert. And right. 
some people have reported them falling out. I've seen some photos on the Tudor subreddit. Oh, wow. where they've, yeah. So it's tough. That's, that's, that's a gamble. Like, um, you know, a ceramic bezel, I think we know the way it would probably age or not age yeah. aluminum. You know, we've seen that throughout the years, but these, these more high tech bezels with, uh, with custom luminous inserts and things like that. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of a toss up. Yeah. Let's see what happens in like 10, 15 years. See how these things. And that's Tudor manufacturing. Your son sounds really upset. <laughs> huh? Oh, can you hear him? <laughs> yeah. He's just, it's, uh, he's playing, playing, can oh, very, okay. playing can very easily and quickly turn for some reason to terror. I don't, I don't really know why. <laughs> he's fascinating. He, he feels his emotions so directly that like I I just have a very interesting time just like just like checking him out and just like hanging out with him. It's 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 well cuz like cuz I'm also comparing him to me like depending on what's happening you have to like you have to pull emotions out of me about a certain thing. If uh-huh. if you're just like, "Oh, well, how'd you like the movie?" I'm like, "Yeah, it was it was, it was you know, it's cool." Same. It was enjoyable. It's like, "No, no, no how'd you feel about it?" Well, I thought the lighting was good. You know what I mean? Like you've really got to like pull something out of me if, if it's if it's something I don't like. Um, Does your wife accuse you of never getting excited about anything? No, my wife accuses me of the opposite sometimes. Okay. So like, I when I get super into something, I just keep telling her about it. Okay. And I'll keep repeating. I'll I'll keep I'll, I'll be I'll be like, oh man, remember the burger we had last night? She'll be like, yes. <laughs> I fucking do. Like, can you stop talking about the burger? I'm like, yeah, it was just really good burger. Like, I just, I kind of get stuck on like a loop. You know what I mean? That's funny. Um, I'm, I, I made this comment to her, and she didn't, she didn't understand it. I'm very hard to love and be married to, and I recognize that. Okay, you know, you know what I mean? She's like, and she's like, like, no, that's not true. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna remind you of this conversation the next time. <laughs> You realize it's very difficult to be in the same room with me sometimes. Uh, that's funny. I tell you about that burger I had last week again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm telling you, dude. But uh, what did I say? This Manta. I, I'm glad you like it. It's fantastic, dude. It's <laughs> it it. Even though I have this generation of the Triumph, it actually makes me excited for whatever this line's gonna look like in two or three years because it's um. It's probably the line aesthetically I always really enjoyed the most from them. I'm sort of getting into the look of the Noble, but it's a little too aesthetically similar to my Nine of Course. Yeah, the Noble I think is meant to be way dressier. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, my my Grand Seiko has that shit under lockdown. Like yeah, it's fine. So happy with this. Happy with this. Nice man. It's a good good pickup. Fuck yeah. That's a. Uh, is this a record? It's 40 minutes in. 40-ish minutes almost. We haven't gotten to the... We spent... No, I mean... This we, is, spent, we spent, what, 50 minutes figuring out if Jennifer Lawrence and Natalie Portman were different people, right? That was the first 15 or so minutes. No, before that, I was trying to figure out if David Beckham was a person. <laughs> yep, that was certainly things we dedicated airtime to as well. In yeah. my brain, I, I knew that that was like a famous name, but I didn't know if David was the first name. <laughs> Dude, it's obviously Robert Beckham. Like, everyone knows Robert Beckham, the famous cricket player, right? I didn't want to sound like an idiot. But I guess, whatever, that happened either way. So it's the it's just it's just, everything's unfolding at the way it's supposed to. But let's do this before we get into the main topic. And again, to remind people, the main topic it's 
Michael and I looking at new releases and catching up talking about life. So really just kind of what we've been doing now just, you know, continued. But before that, there is a lot of housekeeping stuff to get to. Yeah, it's been a while. We have I to mean. talk about site updates. We have to talk <clears throat> about um, me cheating on you with podcasts because oh, that yeah, happened. I did do that. I you cheated do on that. you. I'm sorry. Huge. <laughs> you, you did do that, you cheating son of a bitch. I'm sorry, Michael. They meant nothing. <laughs> Huge shout out to Rich Cheese Podcast, our very uh, our, our good friend of the show, Bro Dinky, and his buddy Schmitty run uh, the Rich Cheese Podcast. Go and check it out. They celebrated their 100th uh, episode of the Wrist Cheese Podcast. 100 episodes. Congrats, guys. Right? I, like, I think either I, I think we either opened the show this way or I said it before we hit record. I don't, I don't quite, I don't quite remember. A lot of it was a blur, but um, I, I gave them mad props. Like, that's a grunt. Like, I, 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 you and I, Michael, you and I have seen so many watch podcasts just come and go. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> it seems like they, it seems like they exhibit that very positive quality that you bring up sometimes, uh, too dumb to quit, too but in a good way, dumb to quit, man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good thing. So you guys are at a hundred episodes. Good you guys job. are just too fucking stupid to stop doing it. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but like, I, 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 I think I made that comment to them. I think I said like every, like almost every single, like, boss i've ever had like working or every single like place where i've worked where i've interacted with the business owner was just just fucking not intelligent mm. i'm like oh, yeah, I, I get it. that's how you got successful yeah you're just too fucking <laughs> stupid to stop that's how you make it to the top <laughs> that's how you make it to the top you're too fucking dumb to be like i'm tired i want to take a nap it's like nap <laughs> later dude we have to make this post so yeah, yeah. huge props to um bro dinky and uh Schmitty over at the uh, Wrist Cheese Podcast. I was there for the 100th episode celebrating uh, with the guys. Uh, 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 great feather in my cap. Apparently, it was their longest episode, so sorry. Oh, yeah. Look at this. <laughs> Our 50 minutes of content. <laughs> we, were t- we were talking, and then uh, and then like that came up. Like, oh, this is probably our longest episode. I'm like, I'm very sorry. Like, this happens. Listen this happens in. when I get on air. Listen on in for weird brand marketing and potato chip talk. <laughs> the Oris, the stupid Oris Oyster Watch came up. Do you remember that thing? Oris Oyster Watch? The, the uh, Oris made a watch to commemorate like uh, dead oysters or something. No, um, Oris. No, it's. This is made, why don't I, this is why they don't invite us anymore. This things. is why. This is why I'm not going to get an invite back to Vale. It's fine. I'll just fly there on my own. It's, I, I don't care. The uh, this watch thing. That's a watch they did to commemorate like a river or something in New York where they grow oyster. Listen, I'm not oh, going to say I think here. I see it. I, I think I'm not I see it. The back of the watch, it's supposed to be three oysters. But to me, it just looks like three potato chips. It does. It kind of does. It looks like three kettle like roasted or whatever the fuck potato chips all right that came up that came up on the show i i I literally can't remember the context in which that watch came up in but like i think we were talking about oris and i'm like i'm like yeah it's like the like literally i recreated this conversation that you and i just i call it the oris oyster watch which is not not what it's called still a good looking watch but yeah i can see that case back 
<laughs> it looks like three potato chips laid on top of each other or three wrinkly raisins stuck in the box you couldn't get out. <laughs> Remember raisins in the box when you were like a kid in your lunchbox and like you'd like you just shotgun eat all the raisins at once and there'd be like three like jammed in the corner you couldn't get them out unless you couldn't go get the back of the box and push them. <laughs> Do you remember that, Michael? I wasn't really a raisin kid. Well, neither was I, but I was, you know, I was given them, so. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to be a picky eater in my house. <laughs> I guess maybe I was. I it know. was, it was, it was eat or die. Those were my <laughs> options uh, growing up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's the Oris, uh, it's the fucking Oris potato chip watch. So go and check out Rishi's podcast, friend of the show, uh, Bro Dinky, who we've had on our show as well. Obviously, you know him from uh, meme fame. A, pr- a pr- prolific, the the meme Nostradamus of our time, in my opinion. So true. Yeah. Right? Go and check out Brodinky's uh, channel Instagram. Go and check out Riz Cheese Podcast to hear um, him and Schmitty hanging out. Uh, it's a, It was a fun time, man. I, I haven't been a guest on a show in a long time. Um, that was cool. That was a fun time. So go and check them out. Badass. In addition to that, we have a lot of side updates to talk through. Michael, what's new on twobrokewatchknobs.com? There's a lot of new stuff. We've published <laughs> some more some more guides. Um, I, yeah, one of them. I think we didn't... I still think we haven't talked about this on air, but there's a there's a piece there, if I can remember how to smel- spell our website. <laughs> it's, uh, it's N-A-T-A-L-I-P-O-R-T-M-A-N.com. Okay, I'm not gonna try that. <laughs> Please don't go to that. I don't know if that. Don't know if that's a real website. There's a man. There, yeah. There's some some big pieces. So mm-hmm. I I wrote that. I wrote that best military watches of 2023. I fucking love kinda, that piece. Kind I of love, a watch guide. I love the photos. All your Long, photos of your piece in that piece are awesome. The ones that you took. Thank you. Long time coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just I I I think everybody kind of knows if you've been listening to the show for a while. Part of the the TBWS lore is that I just all of my watches are some form of like I don't know mil spec watch. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'm just a larper at the end of the day. You're just but, a just a you're just a, a, a military larper. Yeah, That's but funny. um, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun to put together. Uh, I had even even before doing this, I made sure to talk to some folks that were mm-hmm. that had either served that had been issued stuff just to make sure that the the call outs that I have here are actually real world and like yeah I use that when I was when I was in service um or you know brands that are producing cool new stuff these days that are just really popular in those circles so check that article out because there is also something I never thought I'd see on TBWS maybe we'll get heat for this but there's a what did that do there's a Rolex Submariner review on our website Huge shout out to TWS contributor and writer Ben Anderson for doing a review of uh, the Rolex Submariner. This particular reference, it's the first ceramic bezel. I always forget the reference. What is this? Uh, it's not that one. Hold on, I'll find it. One one four zero six zero. Ooh, that's not this one. Which one? Wait, so this is the one with a date, right? It has a date. Did I write the I, wrong reference in here? I think the 114060 is the no date. Ooh, which one's the one with a date? Uh, 
I think it's the one one. Gosh damn it. I can ask him. <laughs> I don't know what the reference is actually. Hmm. But anyways, let me, it's let on me try there. Try with, uh, with dates. All of the Rolex people are just like, <laughs> just mad at us right now. That's fine. They can be mad. They can go listen to another free podcast. Oh, it's the one one six six one zero. Ah, one one six six one zero. All right, I can go and fix that. Cool. That's what it is. <sighs> but yeah, this is a uh, this was a really really fun piece actually. Huge shout out to Ben Anderson for putting this together. Um, this is his timepiece. I think the real route, the real value of this experience of reading this piece is um, him talking about the buying journey. Him talking about the buying journey and how that can equate and relate to something of a value proposition. It's something that you and I actually talk about a lot on the show. He has lots of really great things to say uh, about the Rolex Submariner and then some things that probably don't align with what a lot of other people say. So one of the things we always try to do on twobookwatchnobs.com is just like, I don't want this to be a website where you can read watch reviews that could have been written from any other website. Yeah. And I think this Rolex piece uh, encapsulates that pretty well. So go and check that out. Super fun piece. Really fun photos uh, uh, as well. He's got on here. Huge motherfucking shout out to TBW's contributor and writer uh, Kevin Kuntz for working on um, one of those guide pieces uh, focused on um, minimalist watches, which there were some interesting surprises in the whole minimalist watches thing. Did you know... Have you seen these uh, these Zins? Let's see. I'm trying to figure out which ones you picked. Let me. Uh, I'll send you a link. <clears throat> they they came out with some recently that are very minimal. They might be the ones. It's like the, the Zin seventeen thirty nine. These are so unzin. Yeah, these are these are newer. Um, right. Not my cup of tea. No, but, mine, nor nor mine. But it's just it's 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 fascinating. Um, there are some uh, really cool surprises that Kevin's got on here for the uh, minimalist watch piece. In addition to that, let me go back to the homepage. page. Uh, huge shout out! Cause I don't think we talked about this last time. To um to Nathan TBWS uh, writer contributor for working on the best watches under 500 piece. I don't know if we talked about that last time. If we did, sorry, you're hearing about it again. But that piece is a ton of fun as well. You've also got a couple press releases on here. Yeah, we had a big release with the uh, the Tudor Pelagos FXD in black. Um, <clears throat> so, let's see. Uh... Yeah, this thing came out. When did it come out? Oh my gosh. You posted this on September 21st. 21st. Yeah, I think that's when it came out. Uh, this is kind of a big deal, I think, uh, because Tudor, if you go to their website, they um, they sort of pay tribute to the Tudors that were, you know, used by Navy SEALs yeah. in the past. and. It, this one it's kind of it's kind of a cool follow up to the first FXD or fixed I don't I don't know what people say. do they say fixed or FXD well, I've I've only ever heard FXD I, yeah. I I I do have a question have you been able to hear my son this entire time Yeah 
<laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> Do you want me to close the door or something? No, no, it's okay. Right. It's okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's basically a black tile version with a different bezel. So the mm-hmm. the French Navy one had the countdown bezel, and this one has the uh, the usual elapsed time bezel. There was some confusion among the blogs. Um, hmm. I don't know how deeply I want to get into this, but there was some confusion where folks may have thought that this was developed in partnership with the Navy or that there may have been some special unit watches before this. Uh, I was one of those people, but um, yeah, I think the story on that is still developing either way there. I think they're really cool. The FXD is one of those watches that I should theoretically just go out and buy right now but i haven't because it's it it seems like a no-brainer for me and 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 my taste but right you know they're they seem awful big um how big are these things these are 42 i think and because the lugs uh the lugs are also the spring bars basically right there's um I think the lug to lug is kind of fifty one ish, close to fifty two. That's um, kind of that's yeah. It's definitely one of those things that I'd I'd, I'd have to try on. But so you many people, when they came out, so many people were were asking, "Oh, are you gonna get this?" Or, you know, so many of the new Tudor releases. I feel like I'm into them for, and I'm into them hard, right? For maybe thirty minutes, um, and then I look at the Black Bay fifty eight which is the like the ugly dog on the on the block now like nobody <laughs> cares about it anymore I, it's just so it's the still i know right it's still so <laughs> perfect i think yeah um and it's really hard for me to get excited about i don't know these the fxd or the 54 i guess the 54 looks kind of cool but um you know either way if you have the wrist for it or you know, maybe these maybe these have that Seiko thing going on where the dimensions sound crazy, but um, you know, know. wear is really nice. But they they look really really good. I'm sure it's tough to get still. Um, yeah, if these were just a little bit smaller, maybe I'd. Well, well kick the let door me ask you a question in regards to the wearing experience. Is this photo of these of this dark skinned swarthy man with hairy arms wearing the watch with muscles? Is this not, not me? That's not ah, me. Ah, shit, dude, that was you. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? The watch looks fantastic on dude, his that. like Look sweet that bicep, man. Muscle, that was, right? That's not me. Can we just talk about the ratio of of male muscles to watch here? This is a, <laughs> this this photo is one percent watch. I probably could have cropped it a little bit better. But you know, I don't put I, that on you. I put it on Tudor. I'm I like, put, that's that's the way they shot it, man. That's the way I posted it. We're so. giving the people what they want. Yeah, All right. Whole lot More. of arm hair and and bicep. <laughs> I love the. I think the. the I think the. Sh- I don't know if it's the lighting or what, but the sharpness of the photo is so like poignant. It looks like this dude has like morning dew on his arm hair. You know that's what I mean? A, that's a manly man worthy of that watch. <laughs> He's he's not like mm, what's the lug to lug like. <laughs> he doesn't have to worry. What's the can can I see what the can I see what the circumference is with without the bezels? Like just give me the fucking watch, nerds. He and then he in, pushes me over and takes my lunch money. He puts in that work, man. More, <laughs> more plates, more dates. I love I love how much time we're dedicating 
to talking about this dude's chest and arms. But yeah, no, I put this on Tudor. I put this, I put this mad, mad crop job on uh, on. We're Tudor. not done. What do you, what do you think of these arms, honey? <laughs> nice arms. Whoa, that's what she said. Is it <laughs> whoa, and she just leaves. Like, is that a good whoa? Is that a bad whoa? We're never gonna know. Whose arms are those? Do they look like mine? Tell yeah, I was gonna tell 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 them you're tell you they're your arms. They're your, those are your arms, obviously. She says they're more buff. <laughs> that funny. that hurts. You want an honest wife? I mean, that's, that's what true. you want. I'm 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 grateful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a watch podcast. Let's go. <laughs> are you sure it could be dudes looking at other dudes' arms? Dot com. <laughs> Which might be a domain you don't want to navigate to. <laughs> you have another piece on the two book watch snobs.com site. Uh, Some new Seiko divers, US yes. exclusive. I like these. I usually, I wrote about these because you get so many of these, um, I don't know, Seiko save the oceans. I don't know how many there are these days. These aren't save the ocean, but how they're. How many oceans do you really need to save? Same. No, you just need one ocean, really. I don't even know why we care that much about the oceans, but there's plenty of ocean. It's not going anywhere. There's so much of it. Please don't send me any angry emails. I'm joking. <laughs> For the love of God, <sighs> we just, right. we just lost our entire oceanographer audience base. <laughs> hey, guys, we're pro ocean. You ocean hating dicks, like Jesus Christ, dude. Now these these are kind of cool. They're uh, what do they call them? Not ice divers. That's a synchron model. Save the but ice. Is it? Are these the save the ice models? Don't give them any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on royalties. The uh, is this the 62 Moss case? What what case is? So this? yeah, it's it's the SPB four blah 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 case. Four three, I think, or something like that. It's gotten to be very very popular. Yeah, and, and I'd, I'd I'd argue just as popular as the the turtle versions and the the sumo models at this at this point hmm. but it's kind of cool the dials the dials are made to represent uh different ice formations uh two that you'd see in alaska and then one sort of ice that i guess you see in uh where is it I don't know anything about. I, I wrote. I don't, I don't know anything about ice. I grew yes, up in Florida. Ice, I mean, like, can I get one? To Michigan, look Michigan ice? blue ice. Yeah, I don't know anything about Michigan, Michigan ice. Blue ice. I don't can know anything I about one Michigan. To look like the crushed ice from my fridge. Can I get that limited edition model, like the cast crushed ice Seiko diver? <laughs> the snow cone. The snow. Oh my God, Michael! <laughs> this is the greatest diver ever coming from our lives. Okay. <laughs> that very blue one. I think. I think it's the Michigan one. It's kind of snow coney. We gotta trademark. I guess we can't trademark another brand's name. I was gonna say we gotta trademark the Snakeo, the Snakeo. Okay, <laughs> change it. It's not Seiko. It is now Snakeo. We gotta trademark the Snakeo Blue Snow Cone. That's the Seiko Snow Cone. Seiko Snow Cone. Hey, we came up with Seiko Minnow, and I think That's some true. people liked it. So I'm gonna call this the Snow Cone. There you go. All of these. They're all snow cones. They're all snow. All, all God's rich tapestry of different snow cone flavors. Hoping except those are the, not more than three. Except the Alaska one looks kind of gross. It looks like you dropped your snow cone in the dirt, or like the slush that's like by the ski lift. Let me that's. See. <laughs> yeah, that looks like that. Yeah, that looks like weird, like slush snow that mixes with the dirt, like on roads and stuff. Yeah, 
That's I don't want that on my wrist. The black ice. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm definitely looking at the middle one. That is snow cone. Yeah. That's like blueberry, but it doesn't taste like blueberries. It just tastes like the color blue. You know what I mean? Like that, like that flavor. Blue flavor. Yeah. The blue flavor. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it just tastes like the color. It tastes what I imagine the color blue would taste like. Not like a fruit or like an animal. It just tastes like the color blue. I got to close all these Natalie Portman tabs. All right, How many do you have open? <laughs> no, com- no comment. <laughs> what is happening? We're just looking at dudes, hairy arms, and Natalie Portman tabs. What is happening over there, dude? It's a good comeback if you've stuck around this long. <laughs> if, you stuck, if you stuck with us through the, through the housekeeping, it's, it's really good at this point. <laughs> Oh, man, this is great. These these watches are fun. Um, There was that other Seiko release that we don't have on the side yet. Do we want to talk about that? What is that? The, the Navigator Timer. So it's funny. In in this article about the snow cones, I, I said something. You know, I was very excited because I think I said, you know, different markets get the coolest releases. Like the, the European market gets all these awesome limited editions. The JDM market gets these awesome limited editions. It's so cool to see these snow cones. And the fact that they're U.S. market exclusive, mm. whatever. And then I think the week after they came out with the Navigator timer, and it's it's a, a, a European market exclusive, <laughs> whatever. And it's um, that's funny. That that's a that's a reissue that people have been asking for uh, for a very long time. That's cool. Um, it looks really really good. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they did just as good of a job as they did with the, the Seiko 5 uh, diver reissue thing that they did recently, which we also wrote about. Mm-hmm. I forget the reference. Um, I think it's close to maybe like 1500 or $1,600. let um, It's a lot. You can it's buy a Monta Triumph for that much. That's true. You can't buy a Monta Triumph. <laughs> uh, it's limited. Let me see. I should... I have a loud keyboard. I'm sorry. No, I um, love it. It sounds like you're. It sounds like you're. You're. You're, you're typing on potato chips. <laughs> the orange potato chip. <laughs> um, this thing is really nice, actually. I'd, cool I'd love. I'd love to get my hands on it. Um, fifteen hundred, four thousand, four thousand uh pieces. Not super limited. They'll be out there. I'm That's sure. Super. Is it part of the prospects line? They probably put it in something silly like Seiko Lux or whatever. Um, no, yeah, it is. It is. It's a, a prospect. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess, prospects is meaningless these days in regards to price. It's funny they 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 put it under the prospects land, even though it's kind of a piloty thing. <laughs> Wait, this is a, this is an automatic GMT. Mm-hmm. Does it have the four R three six or whatever it is? Yeah, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's the one in the. The GMT, the Seiko Five GMTs. Oh no, it's they call it the Six R Five Four. So there's a there's a new mechanical GMT movement then. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. cool. So the Six R equivalent for their their GMT movements. Okay. So okay, I'm, I'm less mad at fifteen hundred bucks. I thought it was fifteen hundred bucks for the four R. For one. the four R, yeah. Like in the orange one that we reviewed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Yeah, cool. the bracelet the bracelet looks really good. I think dimensions are very oh yeah, dimensions are nice. It's 35 38.5 millimeters diameter, 45.2 lug to lug, 
12.6 millimeters thick. It's a little too thick for me, but those are really good dimensions, actually. Looks looks pretty cool. All right. Uh, I would try and get one, but Sego doesn't return our calls anymore. <laughs> Literally. I'm sure they'll come. <laughs> they'll they'll make their way to this uh, to the U.S. market. I'm sure eventually. I, they're 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 probably you know you could probably get it through you know Topper or somebody like that. Yeah. But seriously, easy, Sego, easy Sego find time. if you're listening, why return don't you return our- my calls? Return my fucking calls. <laughs> yeah, that's not nice. You know, you know who doesn't return calls, Michael? <clears throat> who? Assholes. <laughs> Are you an asshole, Seiko? Is that what's happening? This is a great episode. Just saying, this is asshole so move. We should do this more. Are you still there? Nope. I'm going to keep talking. Are you still there? Because I think... Oh. I lost you. Oh my gosh. Something's happening to my Dude, internet. Dude, there you are. I lost you. Yeah. Here I am. I just kept on talking. Yeah, hey, you're back. That's great. We're still recording? Oh, oh. Yeah, I'm still recording. Are you recording? <laughs> I'm recording. <laughs> How are we going to reconcile this? We're, well, we didn't stop. I didn't stop. No. And you didn't stop. We no. both were probably just talking over each other the whole time. So that's the way it'll be. I wasn't saying anything. I said <clears throat> it was just pause and then I heard like a beeping sound. Okay, good. We're good. Everything's fine. Cool. Yeah. I made my asshole comment and then I didn't hear anything. I thought you were mad. <laughs> Oh man, we got hacked. <laughs> Seiko hacked us. Jeez, serious. So they won't they won't return a phone call, but they'll hack me. Sheesh, not nice. Is that all of the releases on the site? Uh, yeah, I'm sure more stuff happened, but we can actually go. We haven't even gotten to the main topic. I thought this was the main topic. I guess it kind of it it sort of naturally progressed. Into like the main topic. So yeah, okay, main topic. No, there are you. Uh, do you want to talk about these Bulova Ocean Wrapper GMTs? If we're gonna stay on the okay. GMT train, these things look thick. Um, I don't know much about them, but Let's see. I think they look pretty cool. Oh, they uh, do look really cool. <clears throat> I like the fact that between the three colorways, they have a couple different options for your GMT nerdiness. So the yeah. White, the the Oreo looking one, that's the only one that has the dive scale on the outside. Hold on, we we, we got to pause. Can you still hear my son? Yeah, he's super loud. It's really okay, funny. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna close the door because I feel I feel like I feel like I'm gonna give. If there are any other parents out there with like newborn PTSD and you just already hear Phantom crying like I do, I'm gonna I'm gonna close my door. I don't want to I don't want to trigger anyone. You're gonna hear you're gonna hear my voice getting quieter and quieter. And I walk further, further. Oh, fuck my headphones. Hold on one second. We can still hear you. It's great. To close my door. And now I'm coming back. I'm returning to my chair. I'm here. Hello, Michael. I just like the idea of the podcast evolving after. Because I think I said this, you know, back when you came. You came back and you recorded after after he was born. Mm -hmm. And we heard him. And I'm like, that's just going to be the podcast. At this point, that's just the way it is. I'm just like, I don't edit. Show. I don't use a noise gate on your track or anything. I don't edit any of that stuff out. So, like, I kind of like the idea of the baby in the back the whole time. But yeah, eventually, can... eventually, he'll be. Uh, you'll hear like a a baby talking, and then a toddler talking, and a three year old like 
dad I pooped in the hallway like those kind of like interjections like yeah and then 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 you get the, it's not a phase dad this is me it's not, <laughs> for, for God's sake son I'm trying to record the show God <laughs> cute cute Tell but yeah these, these uh I, I like the fact that the black and white one you have the dive scale on the outside with the GMT on the inside the Pepsi is oh with the Pepsi one and the gold one, it's just the GMT scale on the bezel. I so don't think I like bezels. the black and white one. The bezel, I don't know if this is the case for all of them, but the bezel looks like it's ceramic. It might be. Um, I'm also getting like old school Supermarine vibes about something with the color dynamic on the black and white ones. Braemont Supermarine. Do you, do you remember in the early days, they used to kind of be a little... Adventurous with some of the colorways on the screen. Yeah, I see what you mean. These kind markers, these markers also look. Uh, oh, they're they're these raised cylindrical markers. They yeah, almost yeah, look the, like um, little diamonds. They look like yeah. Uh, they, 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 that's 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 like a hallmark of the of the oceanographer line. They look like little pieces of like plastic or I guess diamonds. Yeah. Let's see. How thick is this watch? Fourteen point six. That is. Four millimeters too much. With the Miyota nine zero seven five. God, is that is that a jumpy one? Jumping GMT, flyer GMT. I don't know. <laughs> what does it mean? Is that one of the jumpy ones you kids are talking about these days? Miyota nine zero seven five. You said nine zero seven five. Nine zero seven five. It is a true GMT movement, quote-unquote, according to CalibraCorner.com. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. You think... So wait, true oh. GMT means... Hmm. Oh, the white one is a full-loom dial. That's yeah, I cool. saw that. I saw that. That's like, kind of cool. Like going that. back to our conversation about what what's that going to look like. <clears throat> $12.95 is what these cost. It costs less than the Seiko. Cost less than the Seiko. It's a little too thick. It's 14 millimeters, dude. It's pretty thick. It's like wearing like two double stuffed Oreos on your wrist, I think. Right? The other the other cool watch that I saw the other day. Where is it? There are these new Longine uh spirit flyback chronographs. Oh yes. yes, yes and they're yes. they came out in uh titanium. I really enjoy a lot of these releases that have been occurring in the Longine Spirit line. <clears throat> really a lot of fun. I can't get behind the stars on this stuff. The stars on the dial. Michael, it's a it's a it's a five star watch. You're, yeah, there's that's how you know. There's more than one brand that has stars arranged that way. And sometimes so Orient has the TriStar, right? That's a three star review. <laughs> This one has the five stars. There's another brand that does stars like this. I forget right now. <laughs> uh, there's Vostok. They have the single red star, but that's that's a whole sticky situation. Um, that's that's a different kind of star. That's a whole that's a whole that's a whole different kind of star. Yeah, you're, you're right. Well, Michael, I mean, clearly they've taken the Yelp approach to di- to dial design over at Longines. I mean, more stars will get people to go and reserve a table at the lot. Right? It might. Right. Five holy, stars. Holy cannoli. What? That thing is $5,200. Fuck my mouth. No. No. That is insane. I didn't know that. That's crazy. 
$5,000? Dude, what's in here? What is this uh, watch? They call it the L791.4 ETA base. Column wheel chronograph. I wonder if it's similar to what's... I wonder... Oh, maybe it's the same thing they put in the Longine, the Avigation Big Eye. Big Eye. But it's, maybe it's more expensive because of the titanium. Well, it's more expensive because it's a five-star watch. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> five stars, well, five there, ha- there has to be a meaning behind the star. There, there has to be a reason <laughs> they put stars on here, right? We still haven't even gotten to the bioceramic... <laughs> Blanc pan. The blank the blank pan. I cannot stand those watches. Look, uh, uh, we can we can we can we can switch gears and talk about the 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 the, the swatch blanc pan. Do you even care anymore? I I was I was kind of I was kind of intrigued with the the moon swatches. The bio. I I would still get a Mars one. Uh, I, I like the Mars. I think it's one of those instances. This is my this is my personal terrifically jaded jaded take. I think they overtly design those watches to fan to to photograph fantastically, and for people to get so worked up about them. And then when you actually like have one, it's like a happy meal toy. It's exactly. It's just (laughs) it's it's not that great. You don't want to feel like an idiot for telling people. It's not that great. So I think people just perpetuate the idea that it's super cool. It's a ton of fun. This is a great way to offer this iconic design at an affordable price, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I think it's stupid. Personally. I can't I can't tell anymore because um, they I'd have much, some limited hmm. ones too. I don't know. Whatever. I'd much rather put a Timex Weekender in my John Wick safe than one of these fucking things as I punch my microphone. Fuck. Sorry. They're really good at hyping them up, though. I think. But but like but like the and the thing is, they look they look amazing in photographs. They look like like the hype is really great. They look aesthetic. They look really really fun. But at the end of the day, like you said, it could have all of the actual on wrist appeal of like a fucking Happy Meal, which is fine. I just I don't think you know. I don't think the Blanc Pond ones look good. Bio ceramic. What what is even the the name for for these? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so bad at watches. Watch. We're bad at some watches. <laughs> Bioceramic Scuba 50 Fathoms Collection. Scuba 50 Fathoms. I don't like these. Reject all cookies. Fuck you, Swatch.com. All right, let me see here. Yeah, these... Uh, wait, what's happening on the movement? There's some kind of... They've painted the movements? I guess that's kind of cool. These are these are system, those system fifty one movements. I think. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> so the movement that came came out a while back. I used to have one. Um, I think I threw. <laughs> okay. I think I threw it in the trash. Uh, <laughs> it just stopped working. <laughs> yeah. I so that it, means I used these, it to spit out my gum, and then I threw it away. <laughs> that means that means these uh, you can't service these because those are uh, those are like a sealed sealed movement if they still make them the same way that, that, that is if these are the system 51 yeah yeah it is you're you're right it's the system 51 movement so yeah it's a sealed movement you can't service it but the idea is that i believe a lot of the components are plastic and they're supposed to be self-lubricating so you don't have to service it 
But that's not to say if you fall down some stairs and something breaks that you have any options to fix it. If your watch breaks because of, you know, that, like if if you fall down the stairs Mr. Bean style, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch Mr. Bean when you were a kid? A lot, yeah. So good. I'm I yeah, I'm not I'm not really going to You know what this makes me want to get? This makes me want to get the um a drink. Um <laughs> maybe the the <laughs> modded you remember the 55 fathoms mod that people would do to the seiko 5 yes i think the, yeah. the snzh i think is the reference we have a review it's a very we have, early, i was gonna say we have a review, review. yeah 100 percent. get one get of those that. one of those are much cooler but you know what's funny i'm looking at these like and these these look super fun in photographs but like i can i know the second i actually touch it or if i have it on like wrist it's just not gonna do it yeah i think well i mean one of these looks okay i guess it's the one that looks like the torneck rayville with the the moisture indicator at six maybe but i don't know so the whole idea is that like they're taking all of these swatch groups and like creating affordable versions of them under the actual swatch watch line in this bioceramic material. That's that's the whole idea, right? That's that was the whole Speedmaster. That's the Blanc Pond Fifty Fathoms, right? That's the whole idea. Yeah. So, what do you think they'll ruin next? The Jack Hedro Charming Bird. Oh man, I would buy that. It'd be kind of cool. I don't care if it's made out of recycled Green Army men. I do not give a fuck. I will buy that watch. I will pay a thousand dollars for that watch. Do you think it'll actually chirp? It I don't has know. to. For a for thousand dollars, I better do my fucking taxes, okay? At the same time. It's a plastic watch, dude. All right. Let's see. Breguet. Clashuta. Yeah, I mean, the 50, the 50 Fathoms and the Speedmaster, I'd say, are probably the most iconic swatch, you know, submodels. Oh, Breguet is a swatch watch. What if we got a swatch... Uh grand complication marie antoinette what if we got like a swatch version that'd be kind of cool a marie antoinette swatch (laughs) that would be that would be two thousand dollars i think they'll do they'll do it a type 20 uh type 20 brigade thing that's so wait hold on what are these things depth rated oh my god i would not go near the water with this right but but like but like i feel like that's Are you actually paying homage to this 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 the water, idea? The water resistance is ninety one meters. That is way too specific. <laughs> oh, water resistance fifty fathoms, ninety one meters, three hundred feet. Okay, no it? way. Absolutely not. There's no way that's true. That really. We can't. We can't be this dumb. What <laughs> is that? Fifty fathoms. Uh, it does sound kind of wrong, right? Yeah. Let me. Let me. Fifty fathoms in f- feet. I've never had to convert to a fathom. Fifty <laughs> fathoms is three hundred feet. And that's ninety-one meters. I. That I don't know actually. Uh, ninety-one meters. This episode. Is, this episode is brought to you by Google Search, right? Ninety-one <laughs> meters. <laughs> feet. Two hundred ninety-eight feet. Two hundred ninety-eight. Shenanigans. I call. I want my foot and a half back. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, I didn't lose anything, obviously, but listen, I'm going to be straight up with everyone. Please don't buy this watch to dive with. You might die. <laughs> right? You'll forget to come up for air. Like, yeah, dude. Like, what? Developed and patented by Swatch, Bioceramic is a unique blend of two-thirds ceramic used in high-end watchmaking and one-third biosource material which is derived from castor oil, resulting in very little scratches promise here. I can promise you it still hurts the environment more than it saves, given the ratio of what it looks like virgin ceramic to recycled material. <clears throat> you know, one thing I don't get about these, you see the photos of of those lines in front of swatch stores and you do you think those are do you think the marketing and the hype has gotten so good behind this stuff to where those are just we call them watch muggles or do you th- or do you think there there are just that many watch people watch enthusiasts that that want these things between the moon swatch and this because the 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 photos you see of people waiting outside stores is just crazy i mean it's no different from like playstation releases and when i was in when i was in times square you know when i was in times square and i I went to the the swatch store um the lady almost got mad at me she's like because they had them they had the moon swatches all in display and i said like oh cool you have them in stock it's like no they're not in stock display only like kind of shooed me away. <laughs> I think I, I think they're most likely watch muggles, truthfully. But I think they're also the type of people who I mean, I'm, I'm going to be very mean, but I can do that because this is half of my show. Um, I think they're the type of people who generally don't really know how to feel or what to do in life, so they just look for things to get excited about. Yeah, they're like they, a marketer's wet dream. Tell me this, what to like, you know. Yeah, some of this stuff might be crossing into the hype beast uh, yeah. media media circles that maybe intersects with, you know, sneakers and other, or, I guess, kind of popular products. Or every Swatch store is next to a Starbucks, and everyone's confused about which line to get into. <laughs> that is also a possibility, a very distinct possibility. You know. Those, yeah, those lines can get crazy. Get to the front of the line, be like, "Oh fuck! Oh, I got a wrong line for my fucking macchiato frappuccino." Reach around. I, I I don't know anything about drinks at Starbucks. I guess I'll buy an Indian Ocean. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! I was uh, I was here to get a frappe, but I guess I'll just I guess I'll just buy a watch instead. <laughs> I have just discovered that these different versions are for the different oceans. <laughs> This is how All little right. I paid attention to how many, this. How many... Okay, so it's just... Okay. All right. Well, let's see. So there's... Uh, there's the Arctic Ocean. Sure. There's the Pacific Ocean. I don't know why it's yellow. There's the Atlantic Ocean, which is blue. There's the Indian Ocean, which is what I will call a very uh, stereotyped Turkish turquoise green color, right? Mm-hmm. That's this is like I could I picture I picture ten people over at Swatch thinking, what color could we do the Indian Ocean one? What color do Indian people like? <laughs> and then this happened. They're um, also flat out UM colors. They kind of are actually. It's just That's green, funny. green green and orange, I guess. Then there's the Antarctic Ocean one. I I actually like I like these colors. These ones I like. That's 
That's the one that I like. Yeah. Out of okay. These. Good. Right. Birds of a feather, Michael. Birds <laughs> of a feather. Uh, does the little thing in the center of the movement look like the back of a shell, like a bullet shell? You know what I'm talking about? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Am I supposed to interpret that as symbolism to shoot the ocean? Am I shooting the ocean? I thought we were saving the ocean. No, wait. That's a different model. What are we doing to the ocean? Are we destroying it? We're not. Well, Seiko is saving them. Seiko is saving them. Swatch I don't know wants what Swatch to, is doing. Swatch wants me to throw bullets at the ocean? Oh, look at this. I should have just looked at the case back. It says 91 meters, 300 feet. I don't trust the case uh, back. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's good. They have Swatch blasted on the side of the watch like it's a fucking Invicta. Well, that's that's the way Blanc Pond does it for the contemporary uh, 50 Fathoms if you buy it. It has, it has it's really, it's an ugly you can't fucking tell Design from the touch. front of the watch what you're wearing. Yeah, I don't like they the whole like fifty fathoms line. I think they've never really. Um, I I just I, I guess I don't really like the way they do it. The the modern ones, but yeah, the the modern ones do have blanc pond etched on the side, just like that. Lame, 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 lame. Well, I think we both hate these. We can probably pretty carefully claim that right well maybe i can get a mars moon swatch now maybe if people will be paying attention to these <laughs> what uh well what else could swatch ruin i like this idea um who does watch who does swatch who else does swatch own? uh he's rado i think um oh rado's doing a good job of ruining rado that's fine they don't need swatches <laughs> uh <laughs> um when was the last time you were jazzed about a Diastar release, Michael? I mean, that's sad. They could be really cool. They could be so fucking cool. That Swatch. should be an episode topic. Watches that could be cool if the brand just get out of their own fucking way. Let's see. They they have uh, Harry Winston, Longine, uh, Tissot, a ceramic, a bioceramic Tissot PRX. Just buy a regular PRX. <laughs> Take your most popular, your most popular watch right now and make it plastic. I don't what know. would the but what would the Tissot PRX bioceramic? What would that be trying to save? Our our nation's crumbling road infrastructure because it's like a it's like a driving watch. Is that is that Pot, correct? Pothole awareness. Pothole reduction. We're looking to reduce potholes by at least point zero five percent in Flint. Maybe they'll just do another Omega. Like the, oh my gosh. You know what I think they'll do? Some kind of Omega swatch James Bond thing. That's probably what's going to happen. Some James Bond Omega thing, but it's swatch and plastic. And do, you, do you think Bond's going to wear it in the film? Probably. What a toothless, what a toothless fucking release. I mean, at the same time, I shouldn't say that. Like, Bond has a history of wearing all kinds of what we would kind of constitute as silly. I mean, the Roger Moore era. That's going to be it. I'm calling it as a testament. What's up? I'm calling it right now. That's going to be it. It's going to be the next thing. A Swatch Bond watch. Well, what would it be? Like a Seamaster? They'll do, yeah, they'll do the Seamaster just like they did with the, uh, the 50 Fathoms, that same case shape or whatever. And -hmm. it'd be funny if the actor that plays Q, I forget his name. I like the new Q, by the way. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, he has like some scene with it and, you know, gives it to Bond. He's like, plastic? Whatever. 
and then Omega gets their little ad inside of the movie. <laughs> that's that's the what's second, gonna happen. You know, the second Bond punches someone wearing a plastic watch, it's just, the watch is just gonna explode. It's just gonna <laughs> fall apart, dude. And it and it, Swatch, I'm sorry if you're not thinking of this idea yet. I'm sorry, I had to give it to you, but I'm sorry. <laughs> it'll probably work really, really well. Well, I mean, like, what better way? What better two like hyped like hyped fandoms to cram into each other than the Bond people and these like Swatch collaborators and Omega fan yeah. and and Omega like yeah, God that'd be awful. It's it's a pretty good idea, but bad for humanity. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh man, uh, should we call it? Are there any other watches that we can use to? To bolster up our crumblingly low self-esteem. I think these are the big ones. Now I just want a normal PRX. A, a thirty-five. Very cool watch. Yeah. You know what? You know what watch I've actually really been kind of toying with the idea of getting. Just, just, just to see what it's like. I yeah. really think I want to try one of these Citizen. Um, I can't say it. Soyosa. Soyosa. You know what I'm talking about? They look very cool. They look really cool. How do you say, yeah. how does one sit and sit to sit? I mean, just talking about integrated bracelet watches. That's why, uh, that's where it came from. Suyosa. I think it's Suyosa. I apologize. Suyosa. My Japanese yeah. is a, is a, is a, is a touch rusty. Um, I'm not saying <laughs> any one of these letters correctly, but the only thing that I've heard is the bracelet kind of feels janky. Cause I was reading some reviews and some, uh, like random anecdotes some people say the bracelet feels janky which is the opposite of what i think you said your experience was with the tso prx bracelet you said the thing was actually really nice it was really nice but because it's integrated and i i tried out the full size prx mm-hmm. it wears like a big old watch because really? those it has weight uh it, it's got it feels huge lug to lug because of the because of the end links and the integrated bracelet, it doesn't articulate uh, downward. So that's something people have to keep in mind with just gotcha. integrated bracelet watches in general. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try maybe I'll try I love the green one. There's just this like boom, like 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 in your face green one. Maybe I'll try that one. I saw somebody on Reddit take the Cyclops off also. It looks pretty cool. Oh, interesting. How? With like a heat gun or something? Probably a hairdryer. Just slide yeah. it off. That's kind of cool. <clears throat> it's the mark of quality when a hairdryer can take your watch apart, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was yep. sitting here like, oh, would, would they use an industrial heat gun? You're like, eh, hotel hairdryer. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, uh, somewhat half-broken hotel hairdryer. That'll do the job. <sighs> so, that's funny, though, man. Well, here, let's do this. Should we... Uh, should we call? Is that sad time? Is that sad time? Sorry, Natalie Portman and Jennifer Lawrence. Um, Neither of you are the same person. You're not we just the same really, person. really want to make sure that you know that we know that now, at this point in the show. David Beckham, I acknowledge your existence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Robert Beckham, I don't know if you're real. I don't know if you're a cricket player, <laughs> but I really hope you're real, and I really hope you're a cricket player. Because we, we get, acknowledge he, you too. We get an email. He's a listener. Like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I mean, like, dude, Rob, Bobby Beckham, Bobby B, BB. <laughs> Why is there not someone named Robert Beckham? There probably is. Roberto Beckham, Robert Beckham, Bobo, Bobo Beckham. I love it. <laughs> I'm into it, dude. 
This is a great comeback episode. The best. <laughs> the best. <laughs> well, here. Let's do this. I think it's that sad time. Uh, I'm going to go check out my baby. You should. <laughs> See if he's... Because I haven't heard anything in a bit. And I don't know if it's because my door is closed or if it's because there's, you know, like some kind of emergency I need to be in the room for. There's some just some, like, Incredibles situation, like, oh unfolding, God. and he, like, he body <laughs> slammed your wife. <laughs> We're sure. We're trying to figure out what to do for him for uh, Halloween, and Jack Jack came up like we like like because there's, like, there's like a little Jack Jack costume. We thought That's about getting cute. for Halloween. That's cute. So. That one's in play. We found a little like snow leopard costume. That's also in play. Mm-hmm. Uh, very specifically, that's my wife's favorite animal. Is just the snow leopard. Oh, cool. Incidentally, do not watch that Disney documentary uh, filmed, I think, in China on snow leopards. Don't uh- watch it. I'll watch nothing that they do with real life animals. Yeah, don't. Don't watch it. If you <laughs> like animals, don't watch that documentary, people. I'm telling you. I'm trying to help you. Okay? Oh, man. <clears throat> they film a snow leopard getting killed. That's great. Why not? Trampled by yaks. And then you, you, Put watch, it on Disney her, Plus. <laughs> you watch her three little cubs walk away to a fate undetermined, but I think we can all know what happens to them. They're dead. Because I can just subscribe down. to I can just subscribe to Nature's Metal. I can just see all that stuff. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. But yeah, what this else? was a good one. This what was a good one. one for people. Um, I think that's about. I, I I think that about covers it. Let's do this, everyone. Go and check out the site twobookwashops.com. Go and check out Wrist Cheese, uh, the Wrist Cheese podcast. Sorry, stuttering on myself. Um. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Brodinky, Brodinky and Schmitty, for letting me be on your show for episode 100. Here's to 100 motherfucking more. If you have any thoughts on the show, if you have any questions about anything we talked about, keep them to yourself. Or if you're really adamant, you can find us on uh, Instagram, at 2 knobs, but it's going to be really hard for us to respond to you. Or you can hit us up uh, through email, tbws.contact at gmail.com. The email, again, is tbws.contact at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment on the website on um, one of our posts preferably referencing the posts that you're commenting on yeah I shouldn't have to say that but you know it happens it, it's the internet yeah so oh Michael alright do you want to start closing this out and then I'll uh I'll put a bow on it sweet deal <laughs> thanks for listening guys my name is Mike and this is Kaz you have been listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs later later